Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, this is my first podcast episode, and today we're going to sit down with my one of my best friends, Austin Bremer, and we're going to do a little Q&A with him. That way you guys get to know him. We're, we're in, buddy. We, we're in. Perfect. We are in. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you loud and clear, man. Perfect. All right. Well, all right, guys, this is official. We are actually on air right now. Not live. Pre-recorded. Is this podcast yeah this is awesome this is historic for you buddy yeah and 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 you know i i can't give all the credit of me uh this monkey himself trying to figure this out i've been wanting to do it for a while but then you know my friend austin um you know as we're interviewing now as you heard in the opening um he's the one who actually gave, put me on this path now to just say you know what let's do it so it, um, it takes um, somebody to push you off the edge for you to actually start doing shit that's kind of what i've learned yeah, yeah, you, you need that little kick in the ass. So, um, um, well, we are we are live and we are official. This is so much fun. Yeah, this is a lot of fun, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm fun. <laughs> I actually am. I'm actually in the middle of trying to open a wine bottle, so I'm like doing two things at once. Oh, this is great, man. We're already kicking off great. Um, so first off, I want to thank you for uh, coming on board. Um, for this first episode, this maiden voyage. Yeah, thanks for having me, brother. All right, cool. So this episode, man, we're gonna we're gonna do a little Q and A. Um, we're gonna talk about how how we know each other, um, and then we're 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 gonna get a little deep, man. We're we're gonna we're not gonna go like sixteen feet deep, but we're gonna, we're probably gonna go about eight to ten feet deep in the, in the pool. Okay, okay. So so we're we're gonna we're gonna get deep in this. Oh yeah, we're 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 gonna start in the shallow end though. So why, why don't you tell the people how we uh how we know each other? Give a little history. All right, so. Um, here you go. I, uh, so my dad, he's in the Navy, um, and we had the opportunity to, uh, PCS, which is, we kind of moved to, uh, this duty station in Italy called Siganella. And, uh, that's where you and I met. Um, and I re I recently just heard you tell the story and you made me think of some things that I completely forgot. But, uh, for my side of the story, I, I was running into people there and I was meeting people and I was actually fortunate enough to be like, um, the CO or the commander of our like ROTC unit there once I first got there. Um, so I was hearing from other people about this kid who was supposed to be the next CO and he was not very happy with me coming in and taking his job. So. All right, first off, I want, I want to come in and make for the record. <laughs> I never heard of this from anyone. Everyone just assumed I didn't hate this dude. I, I was not planning on being in large and in charge. So I, w I want to put that on the record. James Pierce thought he was going to be large and in charge not this man i want so, to put that so on the record James pierce if you're watching this you just got called out watching you mean listening if you're listening to this you just just got called out so for the record i want to make that clear so please, please continue yeah so um you um we actually met each other at the gym right in the locker room of the gym i think i walked in there and uh you, I think you were wearing like shorts that had uh, the Naval Academy on it. Is that right? And that was actually a school that I was applying to. Um, and so I was like, hey, man, like, I like your shorts. Like, I'm actually applying there. And uh, so we kind of kicked it off that way. We had a similar interest with that. We were both pretty like military minded people who were both really into the Naval Academy, as it turned out. 
Um, and so, yeah, our, our friendship kind of developed that way. We, uh, you know, we, I was the kind of number one guy for our ROTC unit at our school and you were the number two guy. So, uh, we got pretty close with each other. We worked, uh, pretty hand in hand. We had a lot of good times, a lot of partying and stuff that we used to do together. So yeah, man, our, our friendship just kind of started that way. And, uh, now I, I, we both live out in, in Washington state. I live over in the Seattle area and you're pretty close to the Seattle area, just on the other side. So we still get to see each other every once in a while. And man, it's been so much fun kind of just reconnecting and talking to you again. We went to, we went to lunch or dinner ish, I guess the other month, the other week or something. And uh, that was a lot of fun too, man. So yeah, I'm excited to be part of what you're doing, man. I'm super excited that you took this leap to start this podcast thing. I'm excited that I kicked your butt into it. And uh, yeah, so there you go. All right, man. Per, I, man, I couldn't have said it any better myself. And um, it, it is nice to kind of like reconnect with all that stuff and, um, you know, see what see what each other are doing. Um, it's great to reconnect like that. So uh, I'm Definitely. glad that we could make this happen. Definitely. All right. So we're going to we're going we're gonna to kick it back old school, man. Someone someone needs to play some like old school, like R&B hip hop right now, because we're going to talk about we're going to talk about some memories from high school. So love what, it. What was your f- favorite memory? of me not necessarily us together but just of me from high school dude it had to be like honestly it's so easy to answer actually it's it's funny that you say that so um it was an rotc thing and you and i were having like the prom version of just rotc and it was like the coxo the number one and number two <laughs> we both got front, and we both had like the first annual coxo slow dance and it was just me and you, and we slow danced in front of everybody together, and our and dates then, just laughed. And then you dipped me. And then I dipped you and almost dropped you, but I didn't drop you. So I, oh. I almost did, but I didn't drop you. So uh, so that was a really memorable moment. That was pretty fun for me. And uh, it pretty much sums up our relationship pretty well, because it was just, like, super awkward for everybody else except us. And, like, that's kind of how it always was. Yep, yep. I man, I completely agree. Uh, man, real quick, uh, real quick. What about you? Just, uh, I think my favorite memory of you and me probably had to be uh, coming back from Naples, our last trip, and we went to the to the right, our, our last sports trip. Yeah. Right, we're we're we and sports and we take buses. Yeah, so, so just just a little background for people who don't know. Um, most of you guys who are listening still live in Europe and completely understand. You're like, dude. Why the hell are you telling me this? I already know. But those who don't, um, we bust literally everywhere. I mean, eight plus hours is, was our shortest ride going up. It was about six coming back because our Italian drivers would just speed the whole time. Anyways, um, so me and Austin, man, together, we did a whole bunch of trips. We did trips up to Naples, to Rome, Aviano, which was like an 18 plus hour bus ride. Um, just one way. Yeah. But my favorite one was <laughs> us coming back from Naples on the bus it was like a seven hour bus ride and then we ended up having a detour so it was like 12 hours basically um but my favorite was we went to the little mini mart um at the place we played baseball at and we bought a whole bunch of snacks and i was called the grocery store by our volleyball coach because i always had food i yeah, he packed a lot of food. I packed the cooler. So, we, so our coach called him a grocery store. Well, well, first off, he'd be like, hey, Rowdy Kid, hey, is the grocery store open yet? Right. They called him the Rowdy Kid, right? <laughs> so um, so fast forward to baseball, already having a year worth of 
or, or sports season of pre-existing that Austin knows I bring food, but I ran out of food that trip. And so I'm in the mini mart with him and we're, we're shopping and I get to the bus first, but then he comes back with all these sodas and I'm like, dude, can I get some? And he's like, yeah, sure. So I, I'm drinking one. Then someone's like, Hey Austin, can I get one? He goes, that'll be a dollar. And I just looked at him and I was like, yeah, that'll be a dollar, dude. An idea sparked. <laughs> and, and me and him, we, we took up the last two rows in the bus because we were, we thought we were the biggest dogs in the bus, right? So we started this food company. AC Food Company is what we called it. <laughs> because the AC on the bus didn't work, and it stood for Austin and Carson. And um, we had a whole department. I mean, we, we turned the whole bus into a business. And um, I, think, I think that's my favorite <laughs> memory with you, because we literally took it off the rails. And we, we were, like, 100% serious about it. And everyone, like... We did. We did. We we made the decision to to buy uh, buy twelve packs of sodas and start selling them for a dollar each, which was very profitable for us in the beginning. Very, and we we split and it fifty. Just, 50 we ended up getting so we ended up just getting so big that we started hiring other people, other kids on the bus to be part of our company. We had like security. And the we had, the like, peppercorns. The peppercorns. Right. Exactly. We we. we... <laughs> So that was a fun time. That's actually a really good memory. I forgot yeah, that, about that. Yeah, that's my favorite one. Um, and then, uh, and of course, my my favorite other my other one was me laughing at your pain when you used the spray gold bond in Aviano. Mm, you want to talk oh, about that? Yes, or? yes please. Too painful for me to. So, talk about. so poor Austin. We're up. We're up in Aviano playing baseball, and it was hot as balls the day before. So we're all like. All of us have heat rash and all that. And um, I go over to his room because we're staying in separate rooms. But the room he was in had the softball coach, Mr. Larson, and he cooked some mean breakfast. So I walked over to have breakfast with him. And um, he's in a room with uh, one of the other with, uh, really good friends of ours, uh, Alex Ogletree. Um, he's a really good ball player. And um, Austin's like, man, I got a horrible Just- heat rash. And Ogle was like, oh, man, I got this gold font. She's like, oh, perfect. I'll take it. But it's not like powder. It's a spray. And Austin's like, dude, what the hell? It's a spray. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just shake it, twist it, and you spray on wherever you need to. Austin's like, dude, that sounds awesome. So then he walks into – because we're in like a little apartment. Because we're staying like in a hotel, like temporary living area. He goes into one of the rooms to go spray it on, and we're eating breakfast. Next thing you know, you just hear him yell. Just <gasps> – and we we're all like, whoa, what just happened? So we run into the room and he's just grabbing his balls and he's in tears. And he's like, it burns, it burns. <laughs> and we're laughing so hard. And all- I knew we were going to talk about my balls on this <laughs> podcast. I just knew it. it and so Ogle had like a complete Michael Kelso moment. He goes, oh yeah, it burns on first use, man. Like, like <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to know exactly- that. It was total it was a total that 70 show moment and um i think that that's that's my other one of not us doing stuff together but just me laughing at your pain so uh <laughs> i love it man oh man oh great times okay i'm moving on to the next question um at what time in our in the school year uh of us being friends did you realize like hey i'm gonna know this guy for a while like he's he's gonna be like a bad penny, and he's gonna he's always gonna follow me. He's always gonna be stuck around with me for a while. That's a little bit of a tougher one for me, buddy. Hey, we're we're in four feet deep territory now. 
I'll tell you what, you, you know, something something that made me like kind of realize that you and I were similar in a lot of ways and that we were probably going to be good friends is you and I were the number one and two of the ROTC unit. But uh, Kim, if you're if you're listening to this, Kimberly Heiser, uh, she was the number three. And let's be real. She actually kind of ran the unit and you and I just kind of like shit talked a lot. I don't uh, know. I mean, like, we, we, just, we, like... we planned a lot of things that weren't <laughs> like obtainable and she was like kind of the reality check like she was the was she like, was the let's, let's be real here completely so yeah so uh man like there were so many times where like we would have like our little meetings and stuff and i would be like this is the way it's gonna be and you were like yeah that's the way it's gonna be and kim was like no that's not the way it's gonna be and then you and i were like oh yeah that's that's true that's right it's not going to be that way actually and so i mean even through that like dude we had some good times man like honestly we were just too like too similar for me to think that we probably just weren't going to be friends i don't know man like i'd be interested to know what you think yeah and so and i think we're kind of like on that same wavelength of that idea of like we both had similar ideas in the sense of like hey that's cool that makes sense let's do this and of course we would be hit with reality check by people and we'd be like oh yeah maybe you're right um i think what really it was for me personally was um oh halloween night at jason berlin's house jason if you listen to that that was that was probably one of my favorite nights that year um yeah shout out jason berlin yeah a halloween night man um uh, to, to, to not do any sort of name dropping or anything. I was dealing with a lot of stuff that year. Um, and it was, uh, and we will talk about that in a later podcast, a later, definitely a later <laughs> podcast. Um, I don't want to drop a lot on you guys on this first one, but, um, that's, that's a whole podcast. That, that's like, no, that's like a two part podcast. If we're going to be real, <laughs> if we're gonna be real well you're such a you're such a great storyteller you could probably make it a three-part you know what if i really wanted to man i could span it out in five all right well i could say 10 at this point but uh, you know what we we'll just keep going up but um yeah so halloween night austin is um he is in the haunted house with me i was uh man i walked in wearing like a like a gray t-shirt and some bdu pants and boots and Austin was like all decked out in makeup uh, from. I was man. My mom did my makeup really yeah, good that and night. I was, I was, like, I was like, that was awesome. Like, and um, yeah, she did really well. She's and that awesome. night, Shout out, I remember mom. that night we were at haunted house was over, man. We were eating pizza in Jason's backyard, and just monsooned rained, and everyone's running inside, and we're just kind of sitting out on the porch. We're like, this is nice. And then, man, you and me just, I mean, just talked for the rest of that night, and then, um. The next week when I got back from volleyball champs and, and, you know, the whole situation hit me really hard and you were there for me. Like you told me straight up, like, yo, man, like this is what I see. This is what I think you should do. This is what I would do. And but, you know, it's it's your choice, man. But I'm just here for you. I think when you really said something that was real and you really like dropped some truth to me, that's when I realized, like, man, this dude isn't just like a high school friend. Or he's not just someone I hang out with to be in the food chain. This is a dude that like really cares about my well being and really cares about, you know, like what happens to me. And um for the rest of that year, man, I just I remembered that. Anytime like something happened, 
I, you were you told me the truth. It wasn't like a oh, I understand what you're saying. I think you should do this. It was like no man, you need to do this right now because if not, this is what's gonna happen. And of course, I didn't listen. But looking back on it now, you really everything you said turned out to be truly what was gonna happen. So uh, I think after that day, uh, that 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 week after Halloween, man, was really what uh what really sent it home saying like, Hey, this dude stuck with me now. Yeah. I really, I I really appreciate that, man. And honestly, it just goes to show like, you don't know what conversations are going to have what kind of impact on people. And, you know, that's why it's so important, you know, just to preach kindness and, you know, positivity and, you know, actually looking out for people and trying to help people out because, um, you know, you never know what conversations, you know, are really going to stick with people and stuff like, for example, you know, I don't even honestly really remember this conversation. I just remember, you know, you being, you know, in a state where I just felt like I really could have helped you. And, you know, I'm really glad that you got value out of that and you remember that. And, uh, yeah, if you're listening to this and, you know, if, if you, uh, you know, you have a friend or somebody who's gone through tough times, you know, just talk to them and be there for them and, you know, be there to support them. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you could say something that could positively affect them to go in the right direction. Yeah, exactly. So just just listening, if anything, man. I know there's just, a, like, for me, my thing was, I just needed to tell something, something to someone, you know? I just... You just need somebody to yeah, listen. Yeah, I felt like a weight on my chest, like, because I'm the only person who knows it, you know? So, um, but I think that, and then also the Mohawks, when we all got our, uh, our, our uh, fuckboy hairs all together. <laughs> yeah, that was... Oh, that's high school. <laughs> I still, man, I had the pictures from you, me, and Kane, man. Just turning up on the hair. Oh, you know it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think, yeah, that is definitely what, uh, what really made me know that, hey, this dude's gonna stick around for a bit. So, um, all right. Uh, next question. So, I remember you wanted to be a fighter pilot, or you wanted to be a pilot in the Navy. And um, I, I know you went to Boulder. You went to Boulder University for that year. And it's like you came back and it didn't seem like you wanted to be a pilot anymore. And I'm not saying that was good or bad choice at all. It was just it, I, it wasn't a choice that I, I thought like that was going to happen. Like I thought you were like going to be a pilot and all that. And I'm not saying that you, you made a bad choice. It's just I was like, whoa, like that was interesting. So could you know kind of elaborate like what what was the change from wanting to be like you know, a gung-ho pilot to, like, now kind of, like, you know, being in real estate, well, not in real estate, but just that transition between, like, not being a pilot anymore. Yeah, man, so, I mean, super easy for me, honestly. Life's cool, man, like, what you think you'll be in high school and, like, the people you know and the, the relationships that you think you have are so strong, like, if you're listening to this and you're in high school, like, you're in for quite a change, like, the next two or three, four years of your life, like, things are going to be really different. And, you know, I had the opportunity to, you know, grow up with some incredible people and have incredible relationships. And yeah, you know, at the time I, you know, I thought I was destined to go to, you know, the Naval Academy. I thought I was destined to be a fighter, fighter pilot in, in the Navy. And I thought that was, you know, my path. And, you know, obviously that that's, wasn't the way it turned out to be for me. Um, I, you know, I had a situation where I went to a different school and I kind of had to figure it out. You know, I was kind of lost and, and I had to figure it out for myself. So, you know, at that point for me, I, it became a battle for me to ask just what I liked, like what I was interested in and what I liked. And, 
you know, I experimented with different things until I, I finally found something I liked. My first year of college, I went from wanting to be a doctor to wanting to be a senator to like all of a sudden I, I had this idea about being a businessman and an entrepreneur and started getting interested in real estate and self-development and stuff like that, man. So I would honestly just say, man, the serendipity of life is crazy. And, you know, I think it's really important for people to have a plan and an idea of what they want to do. But honestly, at, at any point, if that plan changes, don't be scared about that. Like you're so young, you know, if you're listening to this and you're in high school or if you're under the age of like 40, honestly, like you're so young, you have time to change and do what you want to do. And like, you know, just follow your heart. Don't have any regrets. Try different things. So for me, like, Although, you know, in high school, I, I thought that I was destined to be this, you know, uh, be in the Navy and be a fire pilot and stuff. You know, I've, I've really found that I love the idea of, um, you know, working in business and maybe, you know, one day even owning my own business and, you know, spending time with my family and doing things that are important to me. So that's kind of, you know, the path that I continue to, to learn more about myself every day and, um, you know, I'm continuing to learn and, you know, I encourage everybody just to try, try new things, try things they're interested in until they find out what they love. And, um, you know, I, so for me, even though I had, you know, such a passion for the idea of being in the military and stuff, um, you know, things change, you know, you want to try different things. So that's probably what I would say. I, I will say this though, man, I respect the hell out of you as somebody who I think you were born just to love the military <laughs> your entire life and like be destined to be in the military and i already know man for those of you who don't know uh my, my man carson he's gonna he's gonna be going in the army here soon and he's gonna have a hell of a career in the army man and i just have so much respect for you and and you know your appreciate that brother what what you've done to get to that point and you know it's really cool man how how life kind of pans out the way it does and you you have the opportunity to really cultivate really good relationships with people and, you know, continue to, to find your passion and find what you love. So yeah, mad respect for that. Yeah. And, and I think I kind of had that same reality gut check that you had, um, uh, when I got here, um, in the sense of like, uh, like what is my life going to be now? Cause, um, kind of, kind of give a little synopsis, uh, you know, for those of you who do kind of follow me, you guys already kind of know what happened. Those of you guys who don't, um, I was actually going to another college at Norwich University in Vermont. It's a senior military college. Great college, man. I, every All their values, man. I, I love it. You know, it's a great school. I was going there for Army RTC with the Corps of Cadets, and um, I had to leave for medical problems. It's Everything's resolved now. There's um, It was basically a fluke at that point. But, yeah, when I got here, I kind of had the same thing that Austin had in the sense of, like, I am now – my life changed dramatically and I had that reality gut check almost. Well, I, not almost. I did have it. I looked myself in the mirror and I'm like, what am I going to do with my life now? And, um, you know, Austin, he found you found what you wanted. You found entrepreneurship and, you know, business. I'm still steaming forward with what I really wanted. And when I looked myself in the mirror, I said, I want that more than life right now. And um, yeah. And by the way, just going back to that, like it's so important, you know, for people just to have an open mind when doing these things. Like some people are so scared to change route or so scared to try a new idea, like be like, have an open mind when it comes to new things. And, you know, like Carson, you've always had such a passion for the military that, you know, I always knew that's what you wanted to do for me personally. Like 
I'm still to this day trying to figure out what it is that I love and what it is that I want to do. And I'm not scared to try new things. So I think that's huge for people to hear because there's a lot of people that could be listening to this that are just like scared to get out there and try something new and, you know, figure it out for themselves. So, I mean, just as a word of encouragement, whether you're Carson where you just always knew or whether you're me where you're still trying to figure it out, like, positivity and having an open mind is always going to win at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, and I completely agree with that, man. I mean, you just, man, you hit that on, you hit that hammer on the nail, man. Um, what man, you, you went to Boulder for a year and you became like a philosopher, man. Like, <laughs> Oh, I had, I had some good times for sure. So dang, man, <laughs> that, uh, whoo, man, I, you're a guru right now. Um, you know, it's funny. You're not the only person that tells me that. I'll tell you what. I have a few people, um, like, just as far as influencers and stuff that I listen to pretty regularly, um, you know, through the internet that, that and, you know, consume a lot of content that really gives me a good idea about, you know, certain things that I like talking about and stuff. So, um, you know, if anybody's interested in that, you know, please feel free to reach out. I'm sure in, in the description in this, we'll have some contact information with us to get in contact. So, um Honestly, for me, like, yeah, I, I did have a lot of fun in Boulder, but I'll tell you what, to uh, to finally come, you know, back home to Washington and um, to kind of get grounded again and get clear on exactly what it is that I, I think I wanted and to kind of just finally start to pursue something, it, it gave me, you know, the sense of clarity and the sense of direction. And honestly, like, for me, like having mentors and having people that are putting new ideas in my head and allowing me to kind of consume new ideas um, has just been a big part of my own personal self-development. And, uh, you know, I encourage everybody else to, you know, also find what it is that gives them their self-development and just, you know, continue to learn and continue to challenge yourself. Well, this was the uh, Austin uh, fo- philosophical hour uh we will be back uh <laughs> burning the midnight oil with uh phil collins later tonight uh it was nice talking to you guys everyone have a great night um <laughs> it's okay i'm 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 three beers in buddy oh okay so yeah keep... no never mind i know exactly where you're at there brother um well man uh, that wow that i love that rabbit hole we just went down um well we're, we're gonna we're, I, I think the next question is gonna be between anywhere between um uh five feet and eight feet of water um, All and, right. but I think Ready. this is going to be a fun five to eight feet of water. Um, so when I met you, um, you, when I started following you on social media, man, you, you were posting this girl that like from like a while back, Caitlin, right. Was her name, right? Right. Caitlin, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so I was like, oh man, this dude's got like a girl and all that. But next thing you know, man. I see you like bouncing between like I don't want to use the word bouncing because you, you weren't with them, but but you were hanging out and talking to like a couple different girls throughout your senior year, and um now you're with like a great lady Diana, which I met her about a month ago when we went out to dinner together. Great gal, but can you just kind of like take me through that transition between when you got there with that one girl to going to a couple and now now being with Diana and um. I, I know it's going to be a fun road because I was there for a couple of them. Um, Kendra Fernandez, Dude, I'm listening a- to this. Uh, shout out to you. I'm going to have a lot of fun trying to answer this question, actually. <laughs> nothing nothing criminalizing, of course. Uh... <laughs> no, nothing criminalizing, of course. All right, let, let, let's hear this because honestly, say- honestly, I don't know this. And I've known this dude for about, Christ, almost three years now. And I, I don't know this story. So this is going to be all new to me. 
So, so can you clarify again on just the question? Okay, yeah. So, can you walk us walk walk me through the transition for you in the whole mindset, not necessarily mindset, but just the emotional um, toll that you took switching from coming to Sig your senior year, no longer being with that girl who was obviously a very serious girl for you. Um, kind of going through senior year with a couple of the different girls that you kind of talked to and now being with Diana, like, you know, talk, take us through that timeline. Sure. So I've always, I mean, historically I've always dated because I saw potential in something long-term. So I'll say that a a lot of my relationships, I'll say before my senior year of high school were pretty long-term relationships were things that, um, you know, I saw a lot of like potential in and I just kind of wanted to see where it went. Yeah, I, I'm a really social person. Oh, uh, say that you know, isn't I, true. I like people, you know. I I always kind of had a reputation, I guess, of being kind of flirty. So it, my so definitely like my senior year, like I I definitely had that reputation of being pretty flirty. <laughs> and although I don't, I I will say I don't think I ever had a girlfriend my senior year of high school. I don't. I wouldn't say that. Well, actually, I think I think I dated Gracie. Then I dated Gracie for like two months. I, what? I don't even remember that. Um. Anyways, anyways, I love the I relationship. Like, no, no, no. He's with Kendra, and everyone's like, "No, no, no." James is with Kendra. I'm like, "No, no, no." He's with Kim, and they're like, "No, no, 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 no." And then I, I had no clue what was going on. And then I'm, um, I'm over here in like left field dealing with my stuff. So, um. So a really good friend once told me, you know, when uh. You know, when the right girl comes along, you know, she's just going to get dropped, you know, right into your life when you least expect it. So, like I told you earlier, I, you know, I've usually, like, historically dated, you know, for long term because I see potential. Um, but, you know, your boy went through kind of a phase where, you know, he was just trying to, uh, you know, test the waters and run game a little bit. So, that was probably, like, my senior year through my first year of college where I never really had a serious relationship, but I always was just, like, looking to have fun and, you know, meet new people and stuff like that. And I was never looking for anything really long-term, but uh, yeah, man, when I, when I got to Washington, like rather quickly, honestly, um, you know, there was a situation where, you know, a really incredible person got placed into my life at the right time. Um, you know, and I saw, I saw an opportunity in the moment, um, you know, and I, I capitalized on it and so yeah, so for those of you who don't know, my my girlfriend Diana, I've been dating her for eight months now. So pretty pretty Whoa. pretty long. Yeah, and things are things are going great, man. And I'm just super excited for you know everything we've been doing. We just did a hike the other day. We we did a hike out. I, I saw that. That looked fun. Yeah, yeah. So we're just having fun, man. You know, life's good. <laughs> I like you know honestly that mindset change. I would say. Um, with, I would say probably with me just coming out here and being more grounded and, you know, being clear on, you know, kind of a path that I wanted to go. She's awesome. You know, I, I love her, you know, anyway, but she also is just such a great support system for me. And uh, she keeps me grounded a lot too. You know, when I want to go do dumb stuff, she usually tells me not to go do dumb stuff. So I don't. Go do <laughs> dumb stuff. So, so it, honestly, it's, it's, it's all around. It's a good thing for me. So yeah, for those of you who don't know Diana, she's awesome. Go follow her photography page because she's a great photographer. So we'll we'll put it in the in the description below. Oh yeah, don't don't worry about that. And D- Diana, if you're listening to this, I just want to say from uh, from a best pre- 
best friend's perspective from a from a brother from another mother's perspective um you're uh i'm absolutely happy you're with my boy i mean like i seeing him for the first time since my since graduation um there was obviously a different very different oh yeah very different. without a doubt your demeanor man um and then just your overall like uh your tone man it's just it sounded a lot more happy and um so diana you know i just want to thank you for uh keeping my boy safe uh for watching after him making sure he doesn't do any dumb shit and um uh for making him a better yep. person because you know you re- you really are a better person i'm not saying the person you were a year ago was horrible but i'm saying you're definitely a better person in the sense all around um since you've been with her and i i cannot express how happy i am about that you know i I appreciate that, man. I'll, I'll say, you know, just to add on to that, I am probably more happy in this very moment that I've ever been, you know, my entire life. And I continue just to get happier and happier because things are so good right now, man. I'm just so optimistic about everything that's coming up. Like, you know, I'm just young. I'm learning a lot, man. I have an incredible support system behind me, friends and family. So, you know, honestly, for me, like like you touched on earlier, it's it's a lot about mindset, man. It's a lot about where your head's at, and you know, my head's in a really good place. So, yeah, man, I I'm encouraging people a lot on this podcast thus far, <laughs> but uh, you know, I encourage people to you know figure out what it is that they're thinking and and come to the realization that things matter as much as you let them matter to you. So, you know, find the things that are important and find the positivity and. When you look for positivity, you know, you'll find it. And when you look for negativity, you'll find it. So just keep that in mind. All right. Well, we're next the next question we're gonna move on to, it's gonna be it's gonna be a little bit more fun. Um, what was the best prank you ever pulled on me? Or or what, what was the what was the what was the the thing that you did to me that you thought was the funniest thing ever, but I was I, I was upset just for like a slight second, but then afterwards I was like, you know what? That was a good one. So for a little bit of context for people who don't know, I love Carson. He's one of my favorite people, but you <laughs> oh, do... I, I don't like how you set that up. I set that guy, up really nicely. But I'm gonna, here's, I'm gonna... <laughs> here's the but, but my boy Carson suffers from fear of missing out oh, no. <laughs> extremely badly. Oh, no. So... Right, and or FOMO, if you'd like to call it FOMO, it's also a good term for it. So, yeah, so I I have a few really, actually, some of my best friends, Carson, also suffer from FOMO, so it's it's funny to see. But, uh, man... There's so many. It's hard to pick one. I used oh, to, no, I used so to, many. I used to prank you all the time, man. I honestly, I don't even think you're aware of some of the pranks that we really? pull on. Uh, the only one I knew about <laughs> that I kind of went with afterwards, and I was just like, you know what, man, I- I'm already committed to this. Was the flower power? That's the only one I can think of. Yeah. Did you like that? Did you like the flower power? I actually did, but but you know the joke's on you because I actually wore it for like th- another six hours. Yeah, you know, honestly, man, like, you know, for the sake of our audience, too, like, that's probably one of my favorite ones. So, okay. I, I mean, just to quickly tell that story for the audience. Uh, okay, uh, okay. How about how about you tell 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 us one in which I didn't realize that you were doing it because that I, I want to hear that. Okay, you, you know, you'll love this because I don't think you've actually ever known this. So, um, quick shout out all these people. Me um james oh no kendra kendra jason 
um, and one other person. I forget who it was. It might have been Kane. Um, shout out Kane. That's my little brother. He's awesome. We all decided that all week we were going to wear black shirts. Oh, Just my God. That, you guys, what? No way. No, 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 no. Wait. What? And we decided in our heads that we, we all got together and we were like, bet money. We all had a bet. Half of us were for you. Half of us were against you. That by the end of the week, Carson would wear a black shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and not only wear a black shirt. But mention the fact that he was wearing a black shirt. Oh no! So the very the short story is Monday we all wear black shirts, you know, and and you know Carson sees us, he hangs out. It's a normal day at school. Tuesday, <laughs> Wednesday go by, and we're thinking, man, you know, like I don't think he notices. I don't think he cares. But lo and behold, my favorite day of the week, Thursday, rolls by. And Carson, you're wearing just a literal like black shirt. I think it had like one design on the front, like a small design on the front and a big design on the back, but it was just a black shirt. <laughs> and and we were like, we had a lot of hope that day. That was a good day for us. And uh, we were in gym or um, we were, it was like during like the recess time or like the lunch time or whatever. And um, we were all like kind of sitting out in the courtyard um, and you actually said something about wearing a black shirt. You were like, it's, it's a little too hot today for a black shirt. Like, I don't know why I wore this shirt. And uh, so some <laughs> money was exchanged. Some words were said. And then, you know, that was the end of it. You, but uh, <laughs> you want to hear something? No. Do you, do you know this? Do you remember this? I, I didn't know you guys did that. <laughs> so you know what I did? What's that? I went to the exchange Wednesday after practice, and I bought another black shirt. You bought another black shirt after practice on a Wednesday? Yes. That Wednesday, I know exactly what you're talking uh, about. Yep, that, that officially makes it my favorite story. So, <laughs> I even said in my head, because a, a lot of other people were wearing black shirts too, so I was like, I had, like, one black shirt, and it was my volleyball champ shirt, which is still in Sigadella. Um, and uh, I was like, man, I only have that one shirt, but I, I wore it I wore it um, at practice on Monday, so it's all sweaty. So it's like my mom comes and picks me up. Mom, I need to go to the next one. I need to buy another shirt. Okay, why? I just – I need another shirt. And I grab a black shirt. And she's like, it's hot. Why are you getting a black shirt? And I'm like – Oh, just, I, you know, just another black, we're all wearing black tomorrow. I uh, just need another black shirt. And, I love it, man. I love it. So for oh those of you God. who don't know Carson, he needs to be your friend. So oh make, make him God. your friend. I hate you guys so much. Man. I'm so glad that, that you remember that story, though. That's so awesome. For you the people. You guys subliminally for the, for... messaged me to buy a shirt. <laughs> Jesus. Go work for China. You know, I think I made like I think I made like ten bucks off that. Just so you know, so thank you. Can I get five of that. Ah, you know, I feel like I owe you uh, at least a coffee or something at this point. Yeah, just 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 a little bit. Which is basically the the cost of a coffee anyway. So you know, we'll hook we'll, it up. We'll go we'll, we'll go five twenty five because you know just a little little inflation. Yeah, we'll get together and hook it up. Anyways, man, give me one more good question, bro, and then I'm and then I'm outie. All right, one last good question. Okay, this is this is the deep end, man. All right. 
have man, you... I thought I thought we were at the deep end, man. That relationship question was tough, man. No, no, no. This is the deep end. Have you ever been in a point in your life in which you thought there was no up from here? This was it. This was rock bottom. There's no way you can turn around from it. And you basically were faced at a rock and a hard place and you can either live or die. Yeah, so that's a great question, actually. And um, here, here's the answer. I have had an incredible life. Like, my childhood was amazing. You know, I had incredible parents. I always had incredible friends. I'm, you know, super thankful that I was the kind of person that grew up to, to be kind of, like, social with people and, like, make friends very easily and stuff like that. You know, with that said a lot of people didn't have the same opportunities that I had. And a lot of people grew up in, in worse circumstances um, and in worse situations. And so, you know, I have a lot of empathy for people who, who go through really hard times like that. And, you know, it's hard for them to kind of see a future and, you know, kind of move forward and kind of figure out what the next steps are. So, you know, with that said, even even though you know i've i've had a really you know great time my my mindset is completely different man in my head you know like as happy as i am i'm actually at rock bottom every day and actually just building up every day and i'm really fortunate to say that cuz i know a lot of people maybe listening to this are literally at rock bottom and they might be asking themselves that you know life or death fight or flight question and you know the answer is it's really simple it's there's incredible things in your life right now and there's incredible people in your life right now and and there's people that care about you even though you may not know it and and there's a support system for you even if you don't know it and um you know it's it's never too late to you know start challenging yourself and to start asking yourself questions that you know are are going to help you kind of build up so you know the the short the short answer for me is no you know I've actually only ever thought about it like I'm at rock bottom every day and I'm building up towards something. And, you know, my, my life is incredible every day. But, you know, I also have a lot of empathy for people that, you know, aren't in the same space as me. And, you know, my message to them is, you know, everything, you know, it's going to be okay. It, it, things that you allow to matter more than they're supposed to matter, that's going to affect you. And just going back to what I said earlier, if you start looking for positivity throughout your day, you're going to find it. And like, I'll give you a, a really short example. Um, you know, I'm, I'm lifeguarding today, you know, I'm working at the pool and I'm lifeguarding and this mom walks in with her two little girls and her two little girls are playing in the shallow end. And, uh, you know, they're looking at me and like, you know, I go over and I splash them a little bit with water and, you know, they think it's funny and stuff like that. And, and they kind of want to like play games and stuff. And to me, I took that moment of just like, realizing the situation I was in and that these two little girls are, you know, just so happy that I'm just interacting with them in general, that I made a mental note to myself that that was something really cool that happened that day. And I'm, I'm super fortunate and happy to have had that experience because those girls might forget that tomorrow and never remember it again. But, you know, those girls also might always remember the fact that that random lifeguard just played with them in the pool for five minutes that day and to me, that kind of impact that you can have on people is incredible. So, 
you know, for people that are listening to this, that are going through hard times, you know, I would really stress you guys to start looking for positive things in your life and making mental notes because it's really easy for you to sit on the couch and, uh, you know, talk to your friend who is having, you know, a really depressing time right now or watch Fox News or CNN and listen to all the terrible things that are happening in our world um, and feel depressed about it. But, you know, it's also really easy for you to get out or go talk to friends and family and just, you know, count your blessings and just be happy about it. So I know I'm kind of ranting here, but, you know, the the point is um, to answer your question, you know, no, I don't feel that way. Um, I, I only like to preach like positivity and happiness with people and, you know, even people that aren't where I am right now. I honestly feel like if I can do it, anybody can do it. So, yeah, to make a long answer short, that's probably what I would say, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Dude, that was uh, – man, I – you know, I, I completely agree with that on like the whole idea of like you're at rock bottom every day, dude. It's um, uh, and and like I said, later podcasts we will talk more about a couple some deeper things. But um, no, nah, man, I I wake up every morning, man. I, I think that it's, I I know I'm not the person I'm going to be today, but I can do everything I can to make myself that person tomorrow. And it's just it's that continuous cycle over and over again. Um. I guess that's what kind of really driv- has driven me for like the past three months. So, um, right. I, and I and by the we... way, by the way, just accepting failure, you know, just being like open to failure and being open to the idea that you're going to mess up a lot, you know, and things aren't going to be easy. Like things aren't going to be like the exact way that you planned it out to be. And just yeah. being really open to adjusting to things as they come and taking punches as they come. And, but, you know, but never accepting and changing defeat and never quitting in that. And never, never quitting in that is definitely one of the biggest things. You can fail all the time, but as long as you don't quit, man, that then you can always move forward from that, you know? Right. I love it. Yeah. So, well, man, whew, that, was a, that was a fun first podcast. Yeah. If you're still listening to this, by the way, if you're still on this podcast, we fuck with you heavy. So let us yeah, know in yeah. the comments you that you heard this. <laughs> yeah. If, you, if, you, if you're in the comments, just go ahead and type the word orange, just so I know that you listen this far. Orange. So I know that I can like shout you out on all my social media platforms because you're awesome. So right. well, first I want to I want to thank you again for uh for wanting to be a part of this and for uh sitting down and um uh going going through uh questions and then um I want to have a special shout out to all the people who we talked stories about Kendra, James, Kim, Jason, Kane, Oval, Kane, all you guys, man. You guys are like you guys are great guys. Um and uh. Man, if you guys have any up more stories that you guys thought about us, send them. And I guarantee you, we're going to talk about that because, man, I love – I mean, you guys just heard me. I was I was a fat kid crying when he was talking about that story about the black shirts. I mean <laughs> – and so, um, uh, so yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Austin, um, aside from putting in the description, uh, where, where, where can people find you? Yeah, great question. So um, we, we will uh, link some of that information in the description below. But uh, – so I'm on Instagram probably primarily. So you guys can find me on Instagram at not Austin Bremer because I'm super clever and funny like that. So is, is that like an N O T or like a K N O T? Yep, that's N O T. Like I'm I am not Austin Bremer, but I actually am. But that's my that's my handle. So you can go <laughs> ahead and use that. Um, the other thing too, um, just on a on a finishing note. Um, if you guys like the format of this, this kind of like really open discussion kind of thing, let us know if you like that. If you guys yeah, thought it definitely. was kind of irrelevant to you and you kind of wanted just a little bit more substance or a little bit more knowledge.
that too you know Carson and I were really open to changing and you know this is in the in the infancy of its um, podcasting so we we definitely know want to know what you guys think and what you guys would rather consume and uh, yeah just give us feedback we'd love to hear yep. it yep and, and and a goal for us right now on this is every Saturday night you will be hearing mine and Austin's lovely voice talking about awesome. whatever we feel like talking about today we talked love about it. today I interviewed Austin next week who knows what's gonna happen a week seven days it. that's a lot of stuff can happen in seven days so that's true that's true so um but yeah every Saturday we're gonna burn the midnight oil with you guys and um uh, we're gonna give you guys some comedy stuff um some serious <laughs> stuff and um uh, you know what damn it we're gonna cry one time on one of these podcasts oh man so um God willing, we will. Um. So, uh, anyways, Perfect, guys. Man. Uh, well, hey, thank you so much, brother, for having me. Oh, on no, you, hey, love you, love you, brother, man. Thank you again, and again, thank you guys for listening. So, uh, we'll check you guys uh, next Saturday, one hundred percent for sure. And um, uh, I'll see you guys sometime throughout the week. Maybe I'll drop another one soon. So, all right, guys, peace.